This is a recap episode of Umoya on African Spirituality. The whole concept of the show is about reigniting and understanding African spirituality in the 21st century. We seek to walk this journey with young and elderly people alike where we become a nexus whereby Singabandu we can inquire together. We've identified people from different fields to talk about how spirituality feeds into their daily lives, be they musicians, healers, teachers, scientists, artists, and activists. In this excerpt, Misake reflects on the sound of her dreams, which have influenced the threshold moment in her musical journey. It was through her relationships with friends such as Ndotuzo Makatini and Sisonge Mpapo, amongst others, who opened her up to the ideas about the generosity and grace in African spirituality, which she now embraces in her work as well. In embracing her dreams and challenging the fear which came with Christianity, Sagi was able to piece herself together, revisiting painful memories and using them to heal through the idea of Ogozilanda. Okay, so the last show I attended of yours, the second last show, it was December, um, where you were performing at the Orbit. Mm. And you had Amakrecha as your collaborators. So I remember Uvui Krubeka with a big drum on the stage. Usisonke. Usisonke Papo. Usisonke Papo. He kind of opened the show and... Um, there was another young woman who was playing Uati. Mm. And the sound and the show and the visuals, and I mean, I was, clo- I was actually, my eyes were closed. I was sitting in the back, my eyes were closed, and I was listening to how different the sound is. This is why I think I'm interested in getting into this space, because it's mm. a threshold between, threshold from, from folk, As- Asanda, who I met in, I think, six years ago, seven years ago, the first time I kind of, oh, I was like, wow, she's really doing this music thing. Um, and it's very different from Asanda, who collaborates with um, the house musicians and, and mm. these, these um, massive names in, in the music industry. Um, how did, can, you, can you talk through the progression of how you got to that moment where you're, it was sounding very grounded in, in yourself, grounded in the Eastern Cape, grounded in um, African sensibilities that, like I'd never heard before, come from you? How did you arrive at that point? Relationships, I think, because, you know, just exposure and understanding that this is not a foreign, scary space, you know, and this happens in layers, and that journey from having this Christian worldview to understanding that, like, spirit is not confined to these spaces, and 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 shaking that thing of, I'm afraid of the dreams that my grandfather comes to Mm. me, I'm afraid of the song that he you know, gave to me for free at like three o'clock in the morning. When I never wrote it, I woke up and heard it at three o'clock, four part harmony. And I've always known in my heart that that's a gift from my grandfather, just the way that it was written. And it's so, it's so him, you know, as, as my dad would describe him. But like, um, I, I was afraid to acknowledge those things. And now I'm not. And, and, and unfortunately, some of those fears come from these spaces, you know, that make you question these things that are so intrinsically you. And those were the sound of my dreams. What you heard at the orbit, it's not an unfamiliar sound. And and as much as like, um, 
it's different from my folk stuff. It's not it's not an, an unfamiliar sound to me mm. as Mdano Kulele in the Eastern Cape. And I wouldn't even have heard it nascently, because we don't practice a kaya, you know, we don't observe certain things that are cultural and traditional. Um, so where do these songs come from? Mm. You know, where do, where do they come from? If they're inside of me and what are we so afraid of? And I guess those are the questions I was asking. Um, the relationship part of it is that, like, you meet one person, you know, I'm, I'm my friend Lunduduzo, just hearing him, the way that he approaches jazz and the way he speaks about his spirituality, that's one layer of fear gone because you're like, I connect with this person and mm. I understand who they are and they fit in this modern world and they understand all kinds of spirituality. But he's not afraid of the space. Why should I be? And then you meet a Sasanke, you know, who I met as a writer and I met as a, a curator of spaces in PE. And he became a friend. And then he went through a process where you had to go... Um, and train as a, as, a, as a spiritual healer and that comes closer to you and it becomes less scary and these people you don't other them anymore and now that you're not afraid of them and they're in your space maybe it's a chance for our parents to not be afraid of them you know um, so it's just been a series of relationships that have opened me up to the idea that there are so many ways to access spirit and this, the intelligence that we've had as Africans to speak to ourselves and people that have passed and actually just discovering the kindness in that spiritual conversation, there's so much love, there's so much gentleness, there's so much kindness. It made me so angry to remember how we were taught African spiritual religion as, a, so. as Christians <laughs> at, at soul. But it's fear-based, it's manipulative, it's harsh. It, I was like, screw all of that. Niakoka, guys, mm, actually. In like really, really messed up ways that are actually eh? unchristian. That's that really manipulative. I know, I know. It's happening now. It's very manipulative. And, I, and I'm glad that I came out of that. Mm. And I still understand, you know, I'm, and I'm still in awe that God moves in, in all those spaces. And I'm not afraid of that space, you know, but it's just so beautiful, especially in my musical journey and my, and my journey as Imbongi and as involve me, umdu who wants to understand my language and my, my practice and my spiritual you know, connection to my language and what it means, you know, for my art. It it makes the world of difference not be dealing with fear and mm. suspicion with yeah. your own things and your own people. How dare Christianity do that, mm. actually? And I think it's I mean your music it's so palpable. I'm thinking of the song Luanle Luchile. It's one of my favorite. There's just something so prayerful about it. And it's it comes from a place of elite, like your your album. I guess it's that's the the relationship I I created with it. Just the lightness and the clarity of like this is someone who has obviously walked a, a journey, but is also still exploring something mm. as well. So, yeah, it, it comes out very clearly in the work that you do. This concept of Ogozilanda, you mm. like to speak of this con of this concept of Ogozilanda. Would you say what you've just described is was Landa um, from this sense of disconnectedness from who you, your spirit, your spirituality, your African spirituality, um, and and so where, where did you face yourself from, and and what are you doing with that? Where are you going with that? How do we use that concept of Ugozilanda to frame these 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 um, trajectories to frame? the ways in which we move so that we can bookmark it or bookend it and mm. say, okay, so this generation of kids who were born in the 80s, who were educated in a particular system, who 
were imbibed fully by that system. One has to kind of take the mask off or disrobe or unpack themselves. Um, and then before finding themselves, I'm talking about us now, about mm. who were born in the 80s, yeah. about Funde, um, these model C schools and these private schools, which um, are still in full force. Um, I feel like we need a, a device. We need a mechanism. And and the first person that I heard of this, where you use the word, Ukuzlanda, was you. And I was like, yes, this is, I feel like we need to take this word and imbue it a lot more with this moment and what it means to be, to break away from some, from, from fear. Yeah, from fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you think about yeah, the African people are so smart. And these things are site-specific. Like, Ukuzlanda is a site-specific activity, you know. Um, I don't fully understand the, the, the practice. I was reading more about it, actually, from the pages that I had taken from your dad's PhD. Oh, yeah, because oh you spent gosh. a couple of days in my place <laughs> in December. I forgot. Yeah, I was reading, you know, how he explains it. But it's just, it, it is a site-specific thing. You can't... There has to be a place where you go and go your land yeah, when, you're, well. you, when you're fetching the spirit of a loved one that has passed. And I was thinking about like my little debts, you know, where did I stop seeing myself? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I must revisit that place. I must revisit that little girl that was like, it's a very gentle act. And then your land, if a family goes and goes and fetches the spirit of someone, it's a very beautiful, meditative, it's painful, but it's gentle, you know, not shouting at the spirit. So, Dikunga, if if I think about the sites, you know, the the sites where I've had to fetch myself from, some of it is like, you know, sub B standard one at St. Mm. At St. Andrews and DSG where you realize that like up, you know, and then you form an an opinion of yourself that isn't true because of those things. Um and it's to go back and say to that girl, actually you're beautiful and you're seen and you've got so much to say and you're so important and your voice matters. And that that's something I've had to go and do as an adult, depending on the year, at church, you know, the, the, to the, to the church or the primary school or where it happens again, or the or the school that rejects me because they can't handle all my flaws and the things that are coming out because of the space of white supremacy. And but they also want you for those very reasons, mm. of course, for your mm. talents, your multi talents. Yeah, they want your you were good in sport, you they were good in music, you were good in art. That word. You're an all rounder, but then they were like, we can't handle her because she's not marching in the line. Mm. So it's all those things where you have to look for the truth, you know. And and obviously you see these things in retrospect. Some of them are just like just terrible memories. I didn't even know that was there, you know. But now as and and as and as a cultural, I guess as an artist, it's my job to confront my demons. And some of those things come dinga phone. But it's um that idea of Uzland has really been a freeing one because some of it is is it's spiritual work, it's intentional growth work, but it's also just learning about my family. Uzland, you know. And because our, you, you don't think it's an important exercise because of the spaces that we we we, we were raised in, and you're given other people's histories to to behold mm. instead of your own. And so now to go and find my grandfather's songs and to listen more about my family tree and to learn what kind of people we were and what we were good at, those are the things that I can control. The fact that I'm still grappling with my own language and still teaching myself is closer. Those are the things I can control. Um, I can teach my kids, you know, I can, they, they're listening to Umat Dosini. They have a different future because of the project of Ogozlanda that I'm taking seriously in my art and in my personal life. Uh, uh, uh. 
To listen to the longer original episode of this conversation, visit kayafm.co.za forward slash umoya. Umoya on African Spirituality is a Kaya FM podcast created and produced by Milisu Tandopongela and Atambile Masola. Our team includes editors Pamandla Yende, KG Shabangu, executive producer Ngabagazi Manzi, and project manager Ridume Tempole. Our theme song is Tuli Mama by Tabang Dabane. Get in touch with us on umoya at kayafm.co.za for any questions, comments, or queries. Otherwise, follow Kaya FM on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Where my mama, where my mama?